0: So, there's a very interesting apparent disparity from uh, the uh, what would appear to be uh, what we would probably call the, the objective facts of the situation and and our subjective feelings concerning these facts or just in general. So, what are we referring to? So, we could say, and, and, and again, we're going to make, uh, uh, we're gonna try to make it real a little bit without hopefully making it too real, but to some extent we do need to make it real so we can uh, and probably if we li- live long enough we're gonna go to a, a, a funeral and, and uh, we may not everybody will but that uh, we, we may go to a funeral and we may see uh, a person buried in a cemetery uh, with uh, many many tombstones Right, and each of these tombstones if we if we walk around and we look we're gonna see we may see a name uh, with a birth date and a, and a passing date and maybe a picture on some of them and all of this. And each of these tombstones represent uh, uh, an entire life, uh, an entire all-encompassing uh, being, uh, and an individual just like our own self. Of course, nobody's just like our own self, but uh, qualitatively the same sort of thing right? And a uh, person that uh, lived and, and had dreams and hopes and all these kinds of things and, and here's that person and that's just one cemetery where there might be thousands of such such markers and then we think about all of the cemeteries in the world uh, or forget the world all the cemeteries in the vicinity uh, where where we're at and then in our uh, uh, greater vicinity than in our nation then in our continent in the world and, and in all of the uh, the, uh, the tombs that are unmarked and, and the uh, billions upon billions of individuals that presumably do not have or, or bodies that do not have a, any kind of markers and, and we think about just the concept the notion of uh, and the, 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 these lives that now we we can't even say how they existed or in which way let's say uh, uh, some medieval farmer how did he or she exist we say we can pay homage uh, lip service to oh that that person existed. Like that, like the, the person is in a farm. But what does that mean? All right? Life consists out of uh, experientially speaking, out of moments, out of experiences. I'm eating dinner. I'm eating lunch. I'm eating breakfast. It's day. It's night. I want this. I want that. That that that's what life is experientially speaking. Obviously, uh, in, in, in there can be uh, various physiological things that can be uh, designated. In connection with these experiences, uh, my heart does need to beat. I need to breathe. All these things, but but what life is to, to ourself is such. It's experience. So so where where are these experiences uh, of the medieval farmer, uh, of the ancient Mesopotamian uh, uh, farmer, uh, right? of of uh, the Roman trader uh, uh, or lawyer or politician? It's not. Uh, it's difficult to say in what way any of this could exist. And yet here we are, out of the. Uh, uh, infinite uh, percent, well, we, we would conceptually speaking, we would we would tend to, at least according to certain models of time, say that there have been an endless or, or a tremendous amount of, uh, of moments, depending on how we parse it up. And here we have this one little moment and this one little brief uh, uh, kind of uh, instance uh, uh, of life and of being, and yet knowing that or or with the potential knowledge, if we think about it, that each and every such instance of life has been snuffed out and and that every uh, kind of, uh, every vanity, every fantasy, every delusion, every desire, all of it has been utterly annihilated, certainly, as it seems. And yet here we are with our chest stuck up, with our pride intact, uh, with our vanity f- as uh, full blown in each and every fresh instance uh, of life. Uh, and and there seems to be, again, such a, a fundamental disparity. And here, it wouldn't even, it could be p- possible to also cite such things as their size. So there's such a big universe, but size doesn't have to matter. That might not be the salient point if we're going to grant that. Our life is more important than an, uh, an inch. A rock that that's, uh, uh, you know, has a circumference of an inch, then why not two inches? Why not four? Why not eight? Why not 16? 32? What about the size of the earth, the size of a star, the size of the rocks? The size of the matter really doesn't matter, we could say. So it doesn't really... Oh, the universe is so big. That, that's not really the point. The point more is, is this uh, kind of... Uh, uh, this this uh, creatureliness that, that comes and goes, that is snuffed out and, and further... Our complete uh, dependence, uh, our complete kind of uh, uh, um, our dependence on what we know not, meaning uh, uh, we say that uh, one of the uh, mechanisms of our unconsciousness to protect us from these feelings of creaturely nothingness that surely would otherwise arise, uh, right? The, uh, feelings that that I'm nothing, but a, uh, that I'm a creature. I'm a worm. I'm dust. I'm a puff of vapor. One of the mechanisms here is to to make me feel like I, I'm self-supportive, or I support myself. I'm not reliant on anybody, but myself, right? I have my my bank account, and and I have my funds, nice and secure. Excuse me. Hopefully, I have a, a, a livelihood, or at least some source of income from somewhere. I can satisfy my desires. I've uh, custom-tailored my worldview precisely to accommodate what it is that I need to feel good, and everything is basically good. I, like, I, I know what it is. Uh, is. I'm, uh, I've made myself the, the center uh, of the show. My, I derive my coordinates of, of uh, meaning and value from what works for me, uh, what I've custom-tailored, again, to, to my personal desires to, to my uh, sense of self and all these kinds of things. And, you know, maybe I, uh, I'm i careful with my health. Uh, I'm, uh, I have a good doctor. I have health insurance, uh, a dentist. Uh, uh, you know, I get checkups regularly. So I'm basically a self-supporting, a self-reliant sort of being that has a, a substantive Reality in the fa- even in the face of all of these things, So that's one of the mechanisms that 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 uh, again our unconsciousness uses <laughs> to to keep us from a more uh, uh, sober awareness of things. And, and only when goodness forbid uh, something happens in the face of of these things, for example, goodness forbid there's a health scare, and I see I'm really not in control. No matter how many supplements or medications I take, or how good my doctor or my healthcare program is. My body can fail at any time, anywhere, and there's nothing I can ultimately do to prevent that if that's what's going to happen. Uh, I can, uh, there can, goodness forbid, be, be an economic scare, and I can see that no matter how secure my investments are and how nice my, my bank account is, all of that can vanish uh, and, and, and be eviscerated into nothingness very quickly and I'll be left totally powerless in, in the jungle. If an economy collapses, money is worth nothing, the law collapses, all these kinds of things. I uh, I can uh, bump into a confrontation with some sort of uh, 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 imminent uh, reality that contradicts what I tell myself to feel good and I can have a, a very... Uh, uncanny, uncomfortable sense that I live in a lie, that I live in a self-imposed delusion. Uh, and then I might, I'm probably going to squash it. I'm probably not honest and strong enough to to go with that sense and to really think about my my life and, and all of that. But at least I, I have that sense and I get shaken up a little bit. But until that happens, usually we don't get shaken up and we persist in this feeling, uh, uh, persist that we're in the state of mind and in this lifestyle thinking that I am uh, uh, independent uh, of anything and anyone but myself. Uh, I I am kind of, again, a self-sufficient, self-supporting, self-contained entity. uh, And things will ultimately go the way that I want them to go. Reality will bend to conform to me. Whatever it is that I am and I've made myself... I I never need to think about what what is the truth really. I simply need uh, uh, for things to to go uh, the the way that I want them to go. And they will go the way that I go. And as for uncomfortable little things like the fact that supposedly I'm going to die because that's what I've been told or that's what I've seen, well, shoot. It's probably not gonna happen, or there's probably gonna be medicine, and when I get older, that'll allow me to live like a thousand years old, or maybe I'll freeze myself, or maybe it's just it's in such a, a it's so far in the future that it just really it's N A, it doesn't apply to me at all, or just I, I I'm just not gonna think about it, right? Don't don't ruin my mood here of me following my desires and doing whatever the heck I want. All right, so this is the kind of the diluted state that, that we enter into uh, as a protection against this the, our feelings, again, uh, of creaturely uh, nothingness. And, and uh, we may ask, is it ultimately beneficial to be in such states or, or not? <laughs> so we would say, as it concerns feeling good, it certainly is beneficial. And we want to kind of inculcate ourselves, uh, meaning immunize yourself against such feeling states as much as possible. And we can Turn to even more things We can turn uh, to substances If it's not enough we can turn to all kinds of entertainment. Make sure we're never alone with ourselves for a single minute. That uh, we can continually be sunk very deep in some or another complete fluff and, and nonsense. Uh, and maybe my whole life consists out of checking the gossip columns, see, seeing what the celebrities are up to, checking the politics. Uh, uh, what do you mean, uh, life, death? What? I, I'm I'm busy uh, checking up on uh, and, and trying to advance my political interest here. Trying to get back my big guy uh, enemies. You know, I can try to be involved in, in some or another venture. I can sink my whole attention into uh, my financial schemes, my business schemes, my professional schemes, my personal schemes. So there's a lot of things I can do, and, and then I can kind of create this, this cocoon of, of security. And these feeling states that, again, I'm um, this independent, self-sufficient reality uh, that that will uh, and, and and any other realities will certainly go my way or the highway. But the problem is that, of course, as we may know, truth tends to win. And not only does it tend to win, it certainly wins 100 percent of the time. And we can deceive ourselves for uh some time we can create a, a a bubble of fantasy and delusion for some time but eventually we're gonna have to face the facts as it said we are gonna have to face the truth and here specifically there's many ways that that applies maybe the truth of us having stolen things now people are coming after us but here the, the truth would be uh, uh that of uh, uh our creaturely nothingness that of our, our creaturely wretchedness, uh, uh, that of uh, our, our status as a worm, as dust, as a creature, at least now, uh, we would say, what is the upside to trying to proactively come to an appreciation of such, trying to snap out of our delusions, out of our fantasies, ceasing uh, st- uh, to use the, the protective mechanisms that shield us from such awareness? What's the upside? Isn't it only downside? Now I have to, to walk around feeling like a nothing and a nobody, feeling completely squashed with all my dreams and my hopes destroyed. I was watching these motivational videos, how I'm gonna take over the world and I'm gonna become a, a superstar and wealthy and, and I'm gonna, you know, write the book I've always wanted to write and be the follow my dream and be this and that, and now I have to deal with such a, a harsh, brutal, absolute, unforgiving reality. So we would say the upside would be to to, to gain some kind of existence, to gain some kind of being that is more genuine and more substantive than merely this fantasy, than this delusion that that we subsist in. Meaning we may think that it's really real life, it's really the epitome, the height of reality and goodness to to subsist in our our, uh, uh, nonsense Right again. Oh, I'm already living in in this world. I'm distracting myself with this. This is my lifestyle. This is how everything is gonna be. This is how everything is exactly custom tailored to myself. I may think that this is life, but really, it's really not life at all. It's just a dream. It's just uh, an illusion, and it's just uh, it's just not, not nothing at Uh all. All right? Just like a little kid plays with blocks, it's real in the moment. But or playing cops and robbers on on the playground, it's real in the moment. But really, it's just the game, it's just a temporary thing, and real life is much broader and much more substantive than than any of that. So we would say we have. The possibility, even being the creatures that we are, being the worms, the dust, the vapor that we are, we have the possibility of attaining to some kind of real genuine existence and life and experiencing ourselves in the way that we want to and transcending that which uh, will be buried in one of these uh, uh, markers, one of these graves, should we say, uh, somewhere. Transcending the the uh, petty little nervous system and the blood and the bones and, and, and the uh, the organs the, and the tissues that, that uh, make us up in our present state that we consider ourselves to be of transcending the, the the vanity the fantasy the desires. Uh, the, uh, the the delusions, the distractions uh, that now make up uh, uh, our life. We have the possibility of transcending them, connecting to something greater, being something greater, experiencing ourselves as something greater. But that, of course, requires uh, a real relationship with reality. It requires a real pursuit of truth, an honest, sincere pursuit after reality, without distractions, without subsidies of, of of fantasy and vanity, right? It's not, uh, uh, w- without living in these kinds of worlds that we create, we have to snap out of them. We have to really come to a sober understanding uh, uh, of uh, of ourself as a creature, really gain a sense of that creaturely nothingness and wretchedness, really feel ourselves to be dependent as opposed to being the highest reality that there is or can be. You know, I'm really the salt of the earth because I'm so special. I have this unique gift I have this unique eyes, my eyebrows match with my toenails and this and that. We have to snap out of that. We have to really lower ourselves, really humble ourselves, and then and only then, when we at least make some moves towards the nullification of the creaturely, of the vain, of the strictly corporal, then perhaps we can hope to aspire to. A deeper, greater sense of self uh, that is not this ridiculous thing that that we have otherwise. So that would be the upside. It's a tremendous upside. It's a great upside, but it is very painful to get to. But hopefully we can motivate ourselves to do precisely that. So let's do it. Thank you for listening.